following is a podcast from Echo, a student ministry at Victory Family Church. We meet every Saturday at 6 p.m. and Sundays at 10 a.m. For more info, check us out on Instagram at echo.victory. Hey, Echo, how we feeling? Good? Good. Hey, I just wanted to take a moment and let you know that you belong in your family. I'm so glad that you guys are here tonight. I'm Pastor Ben, if you haven't met me, and I'd love to get connected with you after the message. Uh, I just wanted to take another second, and if this is your, your first time or, and, you, and you're here at the Cranberry Campus, we want to welcome everybody at the Cranberry, Cranberry Campus. Come on, can we just clap real quick? Let's go, Cranberry. And, and those of you that might be listening online or, or the podcast, we love you guys so much, and we'd hope that you'd come and visit us. And then how about everybody that's going to Newcastle? Come on, Newcastle is launching February 23rd. Hallelujah. Come on, it's a clapping moment right there. It's going to be awesome. We are launching our middle school ministry along with the whole church there. It's going to be so great. And uh, if you know, if you have any friends from the Newcastle area, go ahead and encourage them to begin listening to the podcast and, and to get connected with us. It's awesome what God is doing and going to do. So today, we're going to be talking about we're going to be talking about the power of prayer, the power of prayer. We're in this series, 21 Days of Prayer, and, and if you don't know, uh, our whole church is doing this every single day at 7. <clears throat> we're all coming together here in the main sanctuary, and we're, we're worshiping Jesus through prayer. We're getting connected with him, and we're fasting, and we're praying, and we're fasting, and we're praying some more, and it's awesome what God is doing. And so I want to encourage you, please, don't miss out on that opportunity every single night except for Saturdays at 9 a.m. But, but make sure that you're there. Let God do the work in your life. And, and so we're continuing this series. And, and, and last week we talked about prayer and how that's our relationship with God, right? That's building and strengthening our relationship with our Father. And, and this, this week we're talking about the power of prayer. Somebody say power. Oh, yeah. Before we jump into all of that, I want to remind you why we exist as a church and a youth group. We exist to help all people realize that God loves them unconditionally. It's so true. God loves you unconditionally. And every single time that we get together and we have church and we have a service, it's, it's so that you can get the tools and the resources to grow in right relationship with the Father. Somebody say amen. That's how we know God. That's how we begin to know God so that we can live it out Monday through next Saturday, and, and we can just strengthen our relationship with our Father. So James 5, James 5 16. Let's go ahead. We're going to open up our Bibles to James 5, 16. And I want to, I want to encourage you tonight to take notes. Note takers are, yes. And listen, if you've got a phone on you and, and you follow us on social media, if you don't mind to go ahead and take notes for everybody and then tag us. So that, so that our friends that are on social media, they can, they can follow it too and they get the notes. But, but go ahead, take notes because note takers are history makers. Now let's ju- let, we're going to jump right into the word. We're reading out of James. Now James is the half-brother of Jesus. So Jesus was born from the Virgin Mary. And, and so Mary and Joseph, they had a son together and his name was James. So James, Jesus' half-brother. And so, so now... Jesus' half-brother, James, not only was he a brother, but he was also one of the the, uh, apostles. And so he wrote the book of James that we're reading out of right now. And and they even had a nickname for James. They called him James the Just. And so James is giving us God's wisdom 
He's teaching us the power of prayer in people's lives. Now watch this as it comes up on the screen. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. In other words, the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. This is such an amazing scripture. This is, this is so powerful. James, Jesus' half-brother, is teaching us the power of prayer. He's saying that this is the gateway to deliverance. This is the, the pathway to healing. This is the doorway to forgiveness and, and how it releases the power of the Holy Spirit when we pray. When we pray, miracles can take place in people's lives. Miracles can take place in your life. God can show up and mend the, the, the deepest parts of your heart. It's amazing what God can do through prayer. When we open our mouth and when we pray. And so I want to preach a message today. If you're taking notes and I pray that you are, you could go ahead and write down the title of our talk. It's, I've got dynamite. I've got dynamite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Go ahead and look to somebody next to you and tell them, I've got dynamite. Yeah, we got some dynamite and it's going to be a good night. Let's go ahead. Let's, let's bow our heads as we pray and just believe that God's going to bless today's service. Father, we come before you in Jesus' name, and we thank you for your word. We thank you that it's a, it's a lamp to our feet, a light to our path. God, we thank you that it strengthens our very bones. Holy Spirit, do what you can in this time and this setting. Father, we just thank you. We thank you for strengthening our relationship with you, Jesus, through prayer. And we thank you, Father, that we, we understand the power and authority that Jesus has given us. Thank you, Father. We say, we all pray in Jesus' name. Everyone says, Amen and amen and amen. Hey, when I, when I was in eighth grade, in the summer of my eighth grade year, going into ninth grade, around the 4th of July, I was staying with my, my best friend Brandon. And so I would always spend tons of time with him on the weekends and, and during the week, and you never knew whose child we belonged to. Like Brandon and I, we were that close. And so, so this, right around the 4th of July, we, we went to like the shop and save, the, the little store, the market, and, and we bought like a value pack of fireworks. Yeah, holla at your boy, you know. And so, and so we went home and we spent like the next two hours lighting off this huge pack of fireworks. We had all kinds of fireworks in there. We had these like little fountains. They, they reminded me of Rolos, like the candy. They, they, you, know what I'm, you know what I mean? They were like kind of small. You, you could even maybe picture like a, a, a miniature Reese cup. And so we lit off like 14 of these bad boys, and every single one that we lit off, they were like two seconds long. They'd go, and then they'd like fizzle out, you know. And so it wasn't that big of a deal. It was awesome. And we spent two hours lighting off all these fireworks. And so we go inside. We're hanging out inside Brandon's house. Now his parents, they had to leave. They had to go to the grocery store. And so when they left, after like an hour of playing Nintendo, y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm looking at him. He's looking at me, looking at him, looking at me, and I look over, and I see one of those, those little Rolo, little mini Reese cup fireworks, those little fountains, and I got this brilliant idea. I don't know what happened. It just came over me. I'm like, hey, Brandon, hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, we should light this off in your room, and, and it was just like a light bulb that went off, you know what I'm saying? And so he had this little end table right next to his bed and next to his futon. And we just took everything right, we just, you know, you just swiped it right off. And, and so we, we went, we got a lighter, and we lit this firework. 
Now, we had just lit like 14 of these things outside. Two seconds. Not a big deal. Not nothing, right? I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. Like, and then fizzles out. Well, we lit this thing. And when it started burning, it just got brighter and brighter. It's two seconds. Now we're like at four seconds. This thing's getting even brighter. And all of a sudden, it, start, it starts changing colors. And it's like going like pink, red, purple. And then it starts shooting like these hot ashes, these little pieces of metal. It's like it's billowing over this little end table. It's landing on the bed. It's landing on the, the futon. And I'm like just sitting there like this. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Like I'm freaking out right now. And it's black smoke billowing up. It's like 14 seconds in. This thing's still going. I'm like, this is it. I'm burning down the house right now. I don't have any money. I'm like 13 years old. How am I going to pay for a house? I don't even know what I'm going to do. Like I'm freaking out, okay? Crazy. Black smoke so thick, the smoke alarm starts going off. Eh, 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 eh. It is crazy in the house right now. All of a sudden, we hear the door. At the front door, it's Mary Beth, his mother. She came home. Brandon! Brandon! I'm looking at Brandon, looking at me, looking at him, looking at me. I'm going crazy inside of my mind. The firework just stopped. Nothing else has burned down, thank you, Jesus. But the room is full of black smoke, and the fire alarm's going off, and all I hear is Mary Beth going, Brandon! And so Brandon's like, go, listen, go, go out there, buy me some time. Buy me some time. I'm like, what are you going to do? He's like, no, I'm going to figure it out. I'm like, okay. So I leave. I walk down the hall. I come, I come walking to the front door. I see Mary Beth. I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? What's up, Mary Beth? How you doing? She's like, Ben, what is what is going on? I'm like, no, nothing, you know, Brandon and I hanging out, playing some video games, you know. Meanwhile, he had a smoke alarm that, like, the whole the whole house is tied to the same system, so the whole house is going, ah, 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 you know, so, like, there's no getting away from this. And so she puts the groceries down, and she just walks right past me, and she's walking down the hall, and it was, like, the longest hall ever, and as soon as we get to the end of the hall, she comes up to his bedroom door, the door shut. She grabs the doorknob, and it was like slow motion in my head. And she just opens up the door. And all you see is Brandon standing on his bed like this. He's got the comforter in both hands, and he's going. And ever so slowly while he's doing this, he just looks over like this. And he's staring, he's staring at us. Oh, it was such a crazy time. He was trying to push all the black smoke out of the window. Now, a little disclaimer for the recording, because i got to say this, because being recorded, you know, <laughs> you know, y'all can't ever do that. You heard me say it, right? It's on the recording, you can't ever do that. Okay. And so, and so, but that little firework, seriously though, don't ever light things off in your home. That's very dangerous. <laughs> but that little firework was so powerful. James is telling us that your prayers have power. Listen, God stripped the enemy from all of his power and authority, and he gave that authority to you. He gave it all to you. So the Bible says that an effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. This term avails, what that word is, it, it, it means to bring forth a more forthful, forceful strength. The Amplified Version says it this way, to make tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. When we pray, a supply of God's spirit is poured out on what we're praying for. 
The Holy Spirit is power. One of, one of the, the Greek words used in the New Testament to describe the Holy Spirit is dynamis. And it means power. Now the word dynamite in English comes from the word dynamis in the Greek. So when we pray, we are praying with the force of dynamite. I brought a video with us today just to kind of show you the force of dynamite. Check this out. There's audio to this too, my friends. Come on, that's powerful. That's powerful. Listen, when we pray, you are praying with the force of dynamite. Your prayers move mountains. Your prayers shake the earth. Your prayers stir up angels. When we pray, the Holy Spirit comes with power. You've got the wind of heaven at your back. And at some point, you and I, we got to realize that at some point, you got to answer the call for your family and you got to step up. And through the power of prayer, you got to get prayed up for your family and for your future. You're going to have to get prayed up and you got to get ready for the fight through the power of prayer. And you got to begin to pray for your family, pray for your parents and their marriages and their relationship. Fight for their salvations in Jesus' name. Come on. And pray for your siblings and their salvation. Fight for your friends. And, it, and there's some people in this room that I believe that God is wanting to stir up and wake up the gift in them. And God wants to mobilize you. And you can even feel it inside your spirit. God wants you to begin to pray. That you have been given power and authority through Christ Jesus. Through prayer and scripture. Come on, you got to stand up and you got to begin praying and saying no in my family. No in my house. No in my friendships. No in my relationships. In the name of Jesus, I will not. No. No. God has given you power and authority. And we need to begin to exercise that. When we pray, it makes tremendous power available. That's why the Bible says in Philippians 1.19, For I know this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayer and the supply of the Spirit of Christ Jesus. When you and I, when we partner with Christ, things turn out for our deliverance. God shows up, and it's like dynamite exploding. I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to invite the worship team to come on out and join us. And here's our bottom line. Here's what I want you to walk away with today. God has given you the power and authority. And the way that we use that is through the power of prayer and your words. Well, I, you know, whenever I pray, I, I like to, uh, whenever I pray, I, I like to just pray with my mouth shut. And my eyes closed. That's not praying. That's meditation. Prayer is opening your mouth and speaking the authority that God has given you. Speaking it out. And I want to encourage you with this. We're going to close. We're going to end on this. 
to begin to pray out loud every day with the authority that God has given you. Walk in that. Well, I don't, I don't know what to pray. I, I don't know how to pray. It's this, it's, it's this simple. I'm going to model it for you right now. It's this simple. You close your eyes. The reason why you close your eyes, it's not because it's in the Bible, but it's a good practice. Because there's nowhere in the Bible that says you've got to close your eyes to pray. But you close your eyes because you picture Jesus on his throne. And it helps you to focus on him. So you close your eyes and you say, Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. And then you just talk to him. Oh, I don't know what to say. Well, what would you say to your friend sitting next to you? You just talk to him. Tell him about your day. Tell him what you're going through. Tell him what you need like you would if you were to go to your parents and say, I'm, I'm hungry. Can we get pizza? Tell the Lord. Tell the Lord. Talk to him. Have that relationship with him. Pray for your friends. Pray for what they need. And when you pray, you're praying with the force of dynamite. I'm not saying you've got to be weird and be like, well, saith the Lord and loud and no, but you got to know that your words have authority. The enemy is only as big as we make him. He's got, he's nothing. You have all the authority has been given to you, so use it. If, if somebody was going to break into your house, if somebody was going to break into your house and they were going to rob you and your parents were there and everybody was there, but you're at the front door, what would you do? You would say, get away from me. Get out of my house. Wouldn't you? You're not going to let somebody rob you. You're not going to let somebody beat you up or, or take you down. Why? Because you, you have the authority in your home. But God has given you that authority with your words. And you have, your prayers are so powerful. So when you pray for your friend on the bus or when you pray for your friend in this room or when you, when you ask God for something because your family needs it and you just have a relationship with him, there is power and there's authority and there's bombs being dropped. Come on. It's shaking some things up. And when you're done with your prayer, you praise Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And you just have a relationship with him. Let's stand to our feet. We're going to come up here. We're going to begin to worship God tonight. We're going to praise him. And I want to encourage you this week. That you make it a point, make it a point to pray out loud. Maybe you're in your room at night or whatever it looks like, but make it a point to pray out loud and have that relationship with him. And let me pray us in the worship. Father, we just thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for our relationship with you, God. I thank you, Jesus, that we can strengthen that relationship through prayer. God, we thank you. We thank you for the power and the authority that Jesus has given us. God, I thank you that no weapon formed in hell shall prosper. God, I thank you that we're the head and not the tail. God, I thank you that we're above and not beneath, Lord, that we, we thank you that we're your child. God, we thank you that we're called and you are our father, our perfect father. And Lord, we just, we chase after you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen and amen.